little clip that makes everybody laugh and feel good. You know what I mean? Instead, it's like, ooh. But I'm really not funny. No, no. And we shouldn't have a podcast. What? <laughs> okay. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Merry Christmas, everyone. We're coming to you with a tangentially Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas in the movie. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's well, true. It's I forgot. The, it's the beginning of a long, hot summer in Los Angeles for us, but it's uh, right in the middle of Christmas season in Bulgaria and the film we're talking about today. Uh, but before we get to that, we have to introduce our guest. It's the wonderful, it's the lovely Claire Lochran. Hello. My goodness. You nailed it. Oh, I'm so glad for for the listeners at home. We did if you if you listen to every episode, we did mention this, um, but we recorded a really good solid episode with Claire, and uh, <laughs> the audio just disappeared to nowhere. Uh, I don't know That's what happened. It was a it was a horrible tragedy. But we're so we're so happy that we could have you with us again. I'm happy to be here again. Thank you for inviting me back. I'm probably the reason the last one. Uh, no, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> it was to fail. <laughs> it was definitely on our end. Um, one second. I think maybe something's plugged in weird. Oh no. Uh oh. Got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> no, everything's fine. I think we're gonna talk for a couple minutes and then we're gonna pause. And I'm going to check. It's a good idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing that more lately. Yeah. Just, it's just to be sure. Just to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Extra. Um, it is really tricky with the long recordings like that. And now that we're also doing ours remotely, I feel similarly because, uh, yeah, I realize like if I don't record properly, that's the whole track that's gone. And I don't, don't know what our alternative is just because it's such a long chunk of audio, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. We're all, you know, we're all adapting to this new world. <laughs> we are. We are. We're trying. Doing the best we can. Um, yeah, well, Claire, I'm going to ask you again, since uh, we don't have that, that first go around, but what is your relationship like with Ethan Hawke? Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, it's still, it's it's bigger this time than it was last time, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, not, it's not a big relationship. I think the only movie of his I'd seen is boyhood um and now of course i've also seen the macbeth uh thing <laughs> tv program yeah uh, educational adventure uncovered uh yeah and um but you know i for some reason just haven't seen a bunch of his movies i think because he i don't know i guess he leans into the like sci-fi and like action kind of genres or mm-hmm. and, and those just generally aren't ones i've seen a lot of but I'm excited and interested to see more because I know that there's a lot of other stuff that he's in that's super popular. I feel like Boyhood, uh, PBS show, and Getaway are like a weird sampling. I feel like it's actually a pretty good (laughs) representation of who Ethan Hawke is. Ethan Hawke is like, he's an indie Richard Linklater actor. He loves the stage. And he... (laughs) <laughs> and he's a genre like he wants you know his whole thing is like he wants to stay relevant i read so many articles about getaway before recording this but he oh, wants really? to stay relevant by doing genre movies that's mm-hmm. 
So I think these are three really defining things that you've seen. Actually, I mean, he really, he just, there's a spectrum to Ethan Hawke. That's what I'm learning. He's a chameleon. He can do it all. He really can. Yeah. But also somehow he seems like the same person every single time he does different <laughs> things. That's true. Yeah, that's Although true. Ethan Hawke as Ethan Hawke dissecting Shakespeare was really something. Yeah. His greatest uh, performance of all. Yeah. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Well, Ethan Hawke's not the only star I think that we need to talk about today. Oh, no. We are watching. We watched uh, the 2013 film Getaway with Ethan Hawke and Selena Gomez, if you yes. can believe it. Yes. Selena. So, so how old? I forgot to look this up. How old was she in 2013? Oh, that's a good question. I'm she guessing has... she would have been like 18 to 20 is what yeah. I'm feeling. Because she definitely has, like, a baby face still. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is so Because I, th- I kind of feel like she's the same age as me, and I was in college when this movie came out. Like, mm-hmm. early college. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, I have no idea how old she is. Let's see. Selena Gomez Selena. age. Give it to me, Google. She is 27. How- oh, now. okay. So, uh, seven years ago, she was 20. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it was like a myth I was busting. All right, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that kind of made sense for the character. I think she was supposed to be like 18, you know, it was like a, she had a graduation gift. I'm glad yeah. too because I think when I first heard of this pairing, I was like, uh oh, are they like involved or like what's the deal here? Yeah. So I'm glad that I that thought being... he was going to be her dad. Oh. oh, see, Hollywood that's different. would never. That's though. different. Yeah, I don't know. Hollywood well, wouldn't do that, even though that would make sense. Well, um, this year, well, I don't know, because I don't know when any movie's coming out anymore. If this like was released digitally, or if it's gonna, if they're saving it for theaters. But there's a movie where Javier Bardem plays El Fanning's father that came out or is going to come out. Okay, and that was that's interesting casting to me. But Javier Bardem is what in like his fifties, and Elle Fanning's like twenty something. Yeah. So, I that makes it's like I guess oh, it it's makes weird. sense. Yeah, it's, it's funny just... how like appropriate age doesn't seem right to us because we're so conditioned <laughs> for it to be different. Was were you questioning? Uh, uh... Perhaps the the. Um... Oh, because you're anti-interracial relationship. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, because I just I, she looks nothing like him. Yeah. Well, there's that too, but yeah. of course, you know, we don't know who the mom is, and recessive genes do that. That's so true. It's true. I'm a scientist, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all did those Punnett squares in yeah. seventh grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, um, so Ethan Hawke is currently 49. Yes, we celebrated his birthday in November. Oh. Yeah, if we can congregate again in November, we will be having a Ethan Hawke 50th birthday blowout. We could do it over Zoom. We could no do it what. over Zoom, and hopefully we can invite Ethan Hawke to the party. Yeah. 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 That would be so fun. Hopefully you have to do it over Zoom. Yes, hopefully. But, yeah. But, I mean, you know, his birthday, it's, it's worth risking uh, mass congregations for, right? <laughs> That's the one thing I will w- risk my health for, yeah. Ethan Hawke's yeah, birthday. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So yeah. she's 22 years older than her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't think he was going to be her dad at all. I don't know. I, and I, also th- I thought he, like, he was going to be rescuing her or something. Yeah. But that's not really what 
the situation was. Well, before we get into Getaway, what, Jonathan, what do you know of Selena Gomez? What is your relationship with Selena Gomez to turn the, the classic question on you? <laughs> um, I haven't seen the show that she did on Disney. Uh-huh, Wizards of Waverly Place. Right. Her best friend's character is named Harper, like me. <laughs> <gasps> oh, that's right. Yeah. I know she does the musics. Uh-huh. She has... She had a great album this year. I can name... I can name a Selena Gomez song. What is it? <laughs> she didn't she have a band that was called like Selena Gomez? She had like a Selena Gomez and the and something. the scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she became just Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I don't know that I could name. Okay, that was when she was still like on Disney Records or whatever, and they were like controlling her image. Yeah, I don't. Maybe I can't name a Selena Gomez song. You can't. That's not a single one. Claire, can you name a Selena Gomez song? Yeah, now I'm trying to think of the one that's like, I could say but but I don't want to. Oh 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 bad liar. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Oh. Is that the one? I that's not the one I'm thinking. I don't think so. No, the one. But watching you flail helped me find where I needed to be. Glad we're in this together. No, I really do know that. I really, I thought I did the one. It's like. Oh crap! Oh man, I'll think of it. Yeah, she has a song called Fetish. So many songs. Wow. I sh- I'm so disappointed. For a Disney star? Well, I mean, she's not, not Disney right. anymore. No. She has a song called Rare no, off no, of no. her album Rare from this year. Okay, I'm cheating and I'm looking up the one I'm trying to think of. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you don't have to pause for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, is it? No, she has so many. Hmm. Yeah, she's, um, yeah, we have a, our, our dear friend Dustin Pfeiffer, a shout out from college. He, uh, he was a big Selena Gomez fan and there was one song that always played in the dining hall. I can't remember which one it was, but he just would go crazy every time. Okay. Hands to myself is the one I was thinking. Oh yeah. That's keep my hands to to myself. myself. And then the middle she goes, I mean, I could, but why would I want to? Yeah. I have heard that song. She just negated her whole spiel. (laughs) (laughs) I can't keep them. Well, I could, but I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, I like that song. I like Selena Gomez. Four albums. This is nuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she has so many singles, like so many singles. She's got EPs. She's got. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, Claire, have you consumed much Selena Gomez content, acting or or music? I guess you know Wait, the one song. Have I? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So I remember I've definitely seen Wizards of the Waverly Place. Definitely seen Princess Protection Program. Classic. Um, you know, I feel like there's other stuff of hers that I've seen. Like I feel like she's just so around, and I also know of her public persona as well. And then didn't she have like Lyme disease or something? Um, no, many celebrities have had Lyme disease. I don't think Selena Gomez did. She had something hard happen to mm. her. Maybe. What is Lyme disease? Lyme disease is from ticks. It's so ticks with uh, uh, from deer they get infected and then when they you get, you get them bitten by you get bitten by the tick. tick then you get Lyme disease. Yeah. It's, is it because the celebrities love camping or something? I don't know. It happens a lot in like northern like in like Canada. Uh. Avril Lavigne had it. Okay. Justin Bieber so had it, had, I think. So what she had wow. might have been worse. <laughs> so I don't know. But anyway, I feel like she's like around and very much in the public as like a, a role model type mm-hmm. influencer. And she was she dated Justin Bieber, obviously. I mean, we know yeah. 
And mm-hmm. she, I don't know, I just feel like she's like a cool gal, right? She's cool. She's got, cool, she's got a cool gal image. She's always like the bad girl, it feels. Like she always has an attitude. Mm-hmm. Oh, she has lupus. Lupus! Oh. Okay. Wow, that's, uh, yeah, that's a big one. Serious, the same. yeah. That's, yeah, see? There we go. Wow, yeah, she had to go through chemotherapy and she had a kidney transplant in 2015. Wow. See, that was that, and she, she was best friends with Demi Lovato. I don't know if she, she was there. Like I'm not on speaking out. terms okay. anymore, for okay. sure. Jeez. Wow. That's I had sad. to say, if I had to pick one one artist to listen to, I would choose Demi Lovato over Selena Gomez. I'm, um, you know, I feel like Demi fan. is a more true singer. Like she's a like that was her thing to start with. Mm-hmm. Selena kind of did the Disney thing of like, and I sing too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but I love them both. Uh, yeah totally yeah man but yeah demi i love demi she's been through a lot too yes oh poor girl didn't she like almost die yeah she overdosed yeah yeah crazy crazy and she dated wilmer valderrama you know wow it's a lot to happen to a person that's true though yeah what i think we've all dated wilmer valderrama for a time (laughs) (laughs) he's like uh the late 90s early 2000s version of john mayer and i don't know who that would be like every he's dated everybody also right mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i i did as well talking on the mic please i am i am on the mic yeah <laughs> I'm just, you dated I'm, john mayer as well i'm free no i dated Wilmer falderama oh nice oh yeah i yeah. mean it's one or the other we're both i don't know someone's <laughs> probably dated both of them um, right i'm sure someone must have yeah probably more than one person yeah it's like um Robert Pattinson and uh, Shia, Shia LaBeouf both dating uh, Mia Goth and FKA Twigs. I don't know who either of those people are. <laughs> Mia Goth and FK Twigs? <laughs> FKA Twigs is a, she's a cool indie artist and she has a really great song about her breakup from Robert Pattinson. Wow. Yeah. And Sounds Mia Goth cool. was in. Um, She's been, she's like kind of an indie darling right now, indie movie darling. She was in High Life with Robert Pattinson. Is that the space one? That's the space one, yeah. Not my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of space rape in that movie. It's a lot. Whoa. Um, and. But it's French. What else? So is, it's, oh, Mia Goth was in Emma that just came out. She was in Emma. Like... Do you want to check the audio? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, this is a good time for us to pause and we'll check the audio. So I'm going to create a second track. Yes, yeah, so this will now create a second uh, set of tracks. Nice. In Zoom 002. Nice. <laughs> okay. So, what are yeah. We're talking about. We're talking about Getaway this week. <laughs> we're talking about FK Twigs. Oh, we were talking about FK Twigs. Love her. <laughs> Go listen to Cellophane by FK Twigs, everyone. It's a great well, song. Well, like from Chicago. <laughs> cellophane, Mr. <laughs> cellophane. Oh, God. I love Chicago. <laughs> Don't an indie artist starts covering Chicago. That would be so fun. The well is deep, my friends. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, there should be like a um, like a punk goes pop, but like indie goes musical theater. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. Punk goes pop was so good. It was so good. Wasn't it usually just like pop co- punk goes pop, though? It was. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But It wasn't like henry wall <laughs> no doing i don't know yeah i don't know what henry Rollins like girlfriend by avril lavigne no yeah. but it was uh you know the cab did disturbia by rihanna that's mm-hmm. like the big one i remember um 
there were several others that I cannot recall, but there's, I think there were like three or four of those albums. Yeah. Yeah. Like the now that's what I call music. Oh, what a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're still doing those, right? I think those still happen. It's that's just that so people crazy. don't buy CDs, so it doesn't make a no. lot of sense. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. I got a thing in the mail about Disney DVDs. It was like one of those 90s CD club situations where mm. it was like, for $15, choose 20 movies you want. But I was like, Disney Plus exists. Who's buying? <laughs> is this real? What year is this? It was That's so strange. so weird. Yeah, but what if Disney decides to put all these things back in the vault? You know? This is true. You, you gotta know, have can be... physical copies. Exactly. Anything can be taken from us. That's true. Point. Yeah. Disney, we love you, but you're evil. Getaway. Oh. I, I tried. It didn't. It wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. Like, they could take away the Wizards of Waverly Place film. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Selena Gomez, who's oh. also in Getaway. Oh, wait. There is a DCOM, isn't there? Yeah, there's a DCOM. Oh, we'll be watching it. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for that. How many of those are there? Of what? DCOMs? DCOMs? Like, yeah. Eight. Five million. Five million. Okay. We went through and counted. um, I guess we didn't say for the listeners, but uh, I do a Disney podcast, and we went through all the animated, then all Pixar. Now we're doing DComs. We've done like our twelfth one or something. I think there are like seventy-eight. Good heck! So many because they're at one point they were making one a month. Like it took Uh us like ten or twelve episodes to get through just nineteen ninety-nine. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Clearly, you know, we're all we're all doing podcasts about things that are very prolific, you know. Yeah. We've got Ethan Hawke, we've got DCOM. I'm so <laughs> surprised Ethan Hawke has so many movies. Yeah. yeah. We're we haven't even really like hit his stride. Like we're doing twenty thirteen right now. This is his third movie from twenty thirteen. Wow. Yeah. This is a big year for him. Um but then one year. I think 2014 he has four movies and then for s- the next few years he has four movies a year. How do, do you like do, do they just all film in like one month? I don't know. Yeah, I mean before midnight, you know, you could shoot one of those in a day. <laughs> this movie actually was probably pretty quick too cuz most of it was action scenes. He probably had nothing to do with. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know about the the shoot time on this movie i would imagine it was just a couple weeks he just had to do like the cowboy boot on the but someone else could have done that yeah but no he's 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 an actor he would want his own cowboy boot pressing down oh, that yeah. pedal do you know so oh. in this movie notably ethan hawk has a tattoo on his hand and this was ethan hawk's idea because what? he said we need to give the viewers something to like look at because this entire movie is just the same shot for like the whole movie it's just a shot of my hand it so we at least should have sure a tattoo on is. my hand <laughs> he's like we should at least have a tattoo of my face on my <laughs> hand yeah so yeah still look at my face yeah uh oh so tldr God. ethan hawk is a genius <laughs> I mean, great suggestion, Ethan. Does yeah. he have real tattoos? Does he have real? T- he must, right? I don't actually know. He, he's, he, he loves having tattoos in movies. He is tattooed in movies. Maybe I mean, that's just his way of mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could like put it on like a costume, but he doesn't have to have the tattoo all the time. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he that's does. That's smart. That's so smart. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is like the third movie I could think of where he has pretty like large identifiable tattoos. Yeah, there's Cause he has like it's like a bird on his hand or something. Something, yeah, I noticed it, but I, I kind of. 
Yeah. And then I was so engrossed <laughs> by this <laughs> <Were you>? story. <laughs> and then the story takes a lot of brain power. Yeah. Yeah. And in um, Brooklyn's Finest, he has like a giant angel on his back, I think, like Ooh. with scripture all over, Ooh. full back tattoo. And then in What Doesn't Kill You, he has like those like Celtic knots. He has like one on each yeah. arm, like oh. symmetrical. Yeah. It goes deep. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't think any of those are his real tattoos, and I don't think he actually has any. But I will I will look into that and report back on yeah, a future I'll... episode. We'll ask him when we have him. Yeah. On his birthday. On his birthday. On the Zoom birthday call for Ethan Hawk in November. <laughs> Ethan, it's your 50th birthday. Do you want to join our Zoom call? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of being with your family. <laughs> Yeah, well, last year we did it on a weekend instead of on his actual birthday. To oh, yeah, he'll be free on the weekend. So yeah. I think he'll be fine to yeah, join us. For sure. He'll be free. Yeah. It looks like he might have a butterfly on his chest, unless that is from the same movie. God, of course he does. I'd love that so much. Um, I don't know. Yeah, not really yielding a lot. I love when celebrities have tattoos because, um, you know, since you know we live in Los Angeles, sometimes mm-hmm. you'll see someone and not real know if it's like the celebrity or not. But if they have a tattoo, it's mm. so easy to identify them. Any identify- specific examples? Uh, Anyone what? you've seen? Yeah. So uh, I was at Gelson's once and I was like, that guy looks familiar. I think it's got to be AJ from the Backstreet Boys. And of course, because he's like a thousand tattoos. So like you just look up like neck tattoo and then you see, oh yeah, that matches. And then I think it's happened a few times actually because yeah, even like a, some actress from something like a Nickelodeon thing or something. I didn't know her name. And that's the thing too is like you don't know the name, but you mm-hmm. can just grab the tattoo and then somebody online, of course, has a blog post about how What's Her Bucket has a new fairy tattoo on her wrist <laughs> whatever. So, yeah. I'm basically CSI. Pretty much. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really have thought to do that. To do that. Usually, if I just see someone and I don't know who they are, I'll probably just be like, well... I guess I'll finish buying these oranges. <laughs> <laughs> it's true because it's like it is or it isn't. It really doesn't affect your life. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. yeah, no, it is fun. Yeah. Yeah, but if you see a tattoo, Google it. Now I know. Now we know the trick. Yeah. Yeah. So, getaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're. I'm. Um. I have no segues today. I'm off my game, but it's okay. We can talk about this. We movie. need to get away oh, to the next segment. We do. Yeah, yeah. We do, we do, we do. Um, so yeah, so it's a Christmas movie, kind of. <laughs> it's one <sighs> yeah. of those Christmas movies that's not really a Christmas movie, like Die Hard. Okay. I don't really know why they made it a Christmas movie. Because I think that they made it a Christmas movie because they love. Because they love Die Hard action movies but they don't know how to make one. <laughs> Die Hard... Okay, Die Hard is an action movie, first off. Mm-hmm. Top top of the list action movie. But it commits... It at least commits to the Christmas thing. Right. You, for, you can... For, I forgot the getaway takes place on Christmas. Die Hard, there's like a guy wearing a sweatshirt that says ho, 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 written in blood. There's like... I'm sure John McClane at one point says... You know, Merry Christmas, motherfucker, or something to someone. Mm-hmm. Someone in the lobby is like, oh, it's Christmas. Why is this happening? 
all the people being held hostage are sitting and there's like a Christmas tree behind them. They let you know that it's Christmas. Mm -hmm. In this movie, it's easy to forget. You know? Even when that one line where Ethan Hawke says, but it's Christmas. There are going to be so many people in the park. (laughs) Yeah, and that's like the only reference. Then I think like they might play a Christmas song toward uh-huh. the end or something. At the beginning and the end. At the beginning oh, it's yeah, Jingle yeah, Bell yeah. Rock and then later on there is another one that I wrote down. But I can't yeah, the credit song is a Christmas why. song. Because mm-hmm. it's not vital to the story at all. Like they could have actually used Christmas to make it a little more interesting. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of what they do in Die Hard. Like the reason he's there is because he's going to mm-hmm. his ex-wife's Christmas party. It's already an awkward situation. Yeah. And then terrorists show up. Very awkward. So awkward. So yeah. Awkward. Well, in this one, he's going home to see his wife on Christmas. And I there didn't are... remember that. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he, at the beginning, so he goes into the apartment and there's like, uh, mm-hmm. pres- there's like mm-hmm. wrapping paper and a knockdown Christmas tree yes, and like blood that's everywhere, true. you know? Yeah. Also, why are we in a foreign country? That is inexplicable. I think so. The car scenes look cooler. Maybe Maybe because they watch the Italian job. It doesn't even... I mean, yeah. The only thing that felt a little European about it was like when he drove downstairs like in the Italian job. Yeah. And when he would like back into an alley that was kind of tight. But it wasn't even like comically tight like in, you know, Master of None. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like a kind of narrow alley, but not a big deal. Yeah, there were times where I was like, oh, where's the set? Oh, it looks like L.A. And then I realized, oh, wait, no, those are European police cars. Like, it just, I don't know. I, I wonder if where it was actually filmed. And yeah. Canada? <laughs> I mean, may, that it would could make be. sense. Could be. For mm-hmm. budgeting reasons. Yeah, and I just feel like budget. if it was filmed in Canada, they would have said it was somewhere in the U.S. They would have placed it in the U.S. Because Canada doesn't like isn't a good like it doesn't look as European. Look, yeah, yeah, a substitute for Europe. They might have just filmed yeah. it in Europe. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they probably must have. Maybe they got some kind of uh, grant or something, like you know, mm-hmm, like a, a discount for filming in yeah. some Eastern European country. Well, part of the plot is that they're they're blocking off. Yes, they're trying to block off. The bad guys are going to block off certain streets so that there's only one way out of the city. It doesn't make a ton of sense, but whatever. Yeah, it um, doesn't really. And it, that wouldn't work in like L.A. or something where... Oh, uh, right, right, right. Where there, it's so mm-hmm. spread out, it, it just wouldn't... It has to be like a small enough city to where you can kind of have that be a believable plot line. And so it kind of has to be European, I feel like, in that sense. Because I feel like most like American cities are sort of spread out mm-hmm. like they were like the people who wrote it just wanted to go to europe so they were like let's set it <laughs> we have to film it there yeah no other no other way to do it yeah i don't know there were a lot of questions because like other than that the storyline seemed pretty straightforward and pretty like your basic action movie mm-hmm. type of your classic taken meets fast and furious exactly also meets that- speed a little bit okay yes yeah I was thinking about speed the I was thinking about speed for a long time because basically there's like the okay the central thing with speed is like there's a time there's a bad guy on a phone line mm-hmm, telling yeah. them what to do and how to do it and they have to do it otherwise something bad is gonna happen in speed yeah. it's the bus exploding in this it's them mm-hmm. killing his wife okay yes, exactly. so it's like all right we've got some passing comparisons to speed that's fine but then they the twist that they have 
the the okay so selena gomez genius comes up with a plan to <laughs> yeah she's uh, a, a talented hacker yeah she's, she's an iPad a girl hacker. who likes computers okay and <laughs> cars she has she and likes cars. cars okay also i like sports okay also i shave my face okay also I, it's like oh my god <sighs> the plan she comes up with to foil um john voight uh-huh. is uh she basically sets the cameras so that they're on a loop. So it yes. just looks like they're driving. Yes. And that is exactly what happens in speed. Yes. That right. is literally the exact like, thing that happens in speed. speed. Yeah. 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 Actually, I thought it was speed before that. And then that happened. And I was like, hold up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because there's that this, because yeah. they do the loop and then the bad guy who play, do you do you remember who plays the bad guy in speed? Dennis Hopper. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So he figures it out because he sees like. She's like sitting on the on the bus bench, and then her like skirt is like moving up and down like really unnaturally, uh, and he realizes that something is happening. And it's a great scene. It's a great like thing, and they just like wholesale ripped it off, which is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah it's a great go. movie. It is available streaming. I watched it <laughs> like a couple months ago. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen Speed in a long time. I, I guess I, I, I need I to revisit. I saw it. it once, like when I was like a kid, and I, I it stuck with me. The scene where so he good. jumps the bus. Wow. And they're driving Basically. to LAX. And she's like, you can't go to LAX. He's like, trust me, we're going to LAX. Yes. <laughs> it's Keanu and Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. So much fun. Little heartthrobs. And apparently they both had a crush on each other while <gasps> filming it. And they never knew wow. it until like, this year or something. Wow. I don't know. So That's cute. amazing. That's crazy. Uh, they're both great. Uh, it's a really good movie. And also, the bus is only one of three action uh situations they get into if you don't there's like an like elevator settings and a tra- basically yes and then there's like a train app it's it's crazy but yeah the bus is the biggest part yeah it's great anyway that's not what we're talking about <laughs> i feel like that's kind of that what they were what, what they about. were going for here as well where like they wanted the action to all be in one place mm-hmm. and there's so there are, there are plenty of movies that do that really effectively like speed um and you know other movies that that do that sort of thing but the 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 things that happen in the car are so monotonous that it just becomes boring do you know what ethan hawk compared it to what he said that it was like his other film tape but in a car (sighs) yeah (laughs) tape tape though like you're building to like it's nothing like tape you're building to like you know yeah something what is tape about Tape is a movie with Ethan Hawke and Robert Sean Leonard, who was also in Dead Poets Society with him, and, and Uma, Uma Thurman, Thurman his ex-wife, um, at the time wife, um, and they, she might have been pregnant with Maya Hawke at the time when they were filming oh. it, I think. Um, but anyway, she, the, the three of them are basically in a hotel room for the entire movie, and the whole thing takes place in the one hotel room, yeah. and so mm. it's about... Uh, Robert Sean Leonard like may or may not have like date raped her in high school and so they're oh. older and um they are Ethan Hawke is kind of forcing them to hash it out. Yeah. It, it's a lot. That's so similar to this movie. I don't know. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like exactly what happened in my car. <laughs> yeah, it's a tense it's a tense movie. But they they work That's with the crazy. space in a in a good way. Yeah, they do. Where you keep thinking like, oh, they're gonna go out, but they don't. 
Um, it's it sounds it sounds kind of like a play. Like I like it was a play like first. It was yeah. It, oh, yeah. Really? it was submitted to like Ethan Hawke was gonna do like a like a, a series of like one act plays at his theater company in New York, I think. And someone submitted mm-hmm. it, and then he was like, "Oh, I should we should make this a movie." Mm, I like that because I like it when characters kind of go off on tangents, and that tends to happen when they're in one location like that, mm-hmm. and you just really learn about the characters and that's what's driving it mm-hmm. yeah did you ever see Unlike, was that movie lock or whatever yeah i love lock that's a great I movie see that one. i love yeah, movies that, that in take place car? in one place yeah lock is all yes. in a car yeah me too um i love buried with ryan reynolds where he's buried alive in a coffin whoa that's a great movie he's and he's really oh. good in it um yeah yeah i feel like 127 right? hours is kind of similar mm-hmm. genre wise yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love a trapped in a place movie. Yeah, trapped yeah. in a place. I think it's not quite the same, but I also love movies when like people are all brought to one location for a reason, like mm. fam, like a family that has to go on a vacation all together, and like uh-huh. I don't know what I'm thinking, or like I feel like is the Family Stone like that? That one's sad, but there are others that are a little bit happier, where it's just like all these different people are brought to this one place, and mm-hmm. we just have to be ourselves and deal with it. Yeah, I don't know why, but I was thinking when you said that, I was thinking of the Belko experiment. Have you seen that movie? Mm-mm. It's from a couple of years ago. It's just like really like <laughs> bloody, like shoot em up kind of thing in an office building, which is not great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but basically like the company puts chips in everyone's head at the, and um, they all have to shoot each other. And if they don't kill each other, then they'll just explode their heads. <laughs> what so you just die either way you die either way so you might as well kill people to maybe live longer oh that's the whole movie yeah it's with um uh fitz from scandal is in it (laughs) it kind of sounds like battle royale yeah it is kind of like battle royale in an office building oh gosh these movies yeah give me anxiety um yeah but in getaway <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep talking about everything but getaway. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Ethan Hawke is a former race car driver, and I which thought, we learn late. Yeah, definitely late yeah. in the game. When he's after he's already been like driving, doing the driving thing for a while. He's like, get to the top of the city, and I'll give you more instructions. And that's when we get all the exposition about how his wife has been kidnapped. Oh my god! And he's a. So uh, um he's a former race car driver and all that stuff and we get the story i haven't seen taken but is this the same because like that's when he's like i've taken your daughter or whatever and like you have to follow my instructions because that's like what happens at the beginning of this right yeah he gets a phone call and it's like i've taken your wife yeah, yeah, it's basically Follow the same. My lead. But I think taken like the the structure is a little bit more like he uses his unique set of skills. Yes. Which is kicking, <laughs> kicking people's asses, basically. Yeah. He, well, he I mean, Ethan Hawke's using his unique set of skills, which is, which driving, is driving recklessly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is nuts. It's so nuts. Yeah. Not and even I, like an obstacle course. He's like, just drive through those people. Hit that trash can. Yeah. yeah. That was <laughs> that was wild. I don't... Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And I also think that in Taken, it's a little more... I mean, Taken is a 
better movie. But I think that what they do with the daughter is kind of more interesting than what they, I mean, it's terrible, but what they do with the daughter is they're going to sell her into sex slavery. Mm-hmm. And there's more to like kind of see there with that plot line yeah. than there is to see with the wife in this one where they just like put her in a closet, basically. Yeah. It really feels like not well developed at all. It's like they're like, eh, she's like, she's been kidnapped, but you will deal with her later. But you're right. Like we need to see a little bit more of what her deal is and what's going on with her. But we just see her kind of in a cage, crying. Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has almost no dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> other than yeah. to be like, She's, ah, yeah. tell me, don't leave. And me also here. because of that, I don't really believe or care about their relationship. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. The only the only thing the only reason we're given to care about her is that like people keep saying she's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like the bad guy. The bad guy's like. Oh, she's so beautiful. Yeah, don't care. His weird she's like beautiful. accent that he's doing. Yeah, and then we... Selena Gomez, like he, uh, Ethan Hawke shows uh, Selena Gomez a picture, and Selena Gomez, pitch perfect acting, is like she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if if the wife is given a name, but Selena Gomez definitely does not have a name at any point in this movie. In the end credits, she's credited as the girl. <laughs> Like, is it the girl? I thought it was. Is it the kid or the or girl? the kid? Sorry, oh, I think it's yeah. the kid. Yeah, which is just like so crazy that she's half of the movie. Honestly, okay, they do that in movies sometimes, but usually it's like funny or makes sense or it's like a joke. Like in that thing you do, the bass player's name is the bass player mm-hmm. because <laughs> that's the point is that he doesn't really matter. So like yeah. he just goes, you know. But in this, it's like they're doing it stylistically to to be artsy or something but there's yeah. no reason yeah. like give her a name amanda who cares yeah like, <laughs> just, she's a she would probably be like hi my name's julie and like you know that would be that it's it's strange i don't know yeah and it's not like a nickname either you know mm-hmm. yeah it's it's clear that they're like going for several different things that none of which really land yeah um also with regard to names, Ethan Hawke. So I was like trying to fi- like hear his name the whole time. I thought it was Fred, but it's not. It's actually Brent. Um, yeah, like it was like name. Brent, uh, like Dagma or something. Like he has like oh, a crazy sounding name. Yeah. So yeah. the last name I think is Magna, and the Magna, only reason yes. I know that is because I looked it up. Yes. But I also couldn't. I couldn't decipher what his name was either. Yeah. Yeah, and it it's just, like it's like manga but misspelled right yeah. isn't that what it is yeah I, I feel like they were just like what sounds like a cool racing name let's call him brent let's call him brent magna brent magna. but who, i don't know offense to like the brents of the world but like <laughs> what you know i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know about that i just that. can't feel like it could have been set like if he, okay he was a professional race car driver but he was a little too hot or like he thought he was too hot for his own good or he was too hot for his own good or i don't know he thought he was hot shit basically yeah <laughs> but that led to him being bad yeah i guess he just didn't like he i don't know he didn't race cars the way you're supposed to i don't know anything about racing me neither, but it would have been cool to see some of that footage up top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the characters, uh, Ethan Hawke is, yes, Brent Magna, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like a short name, but also a mouthful somehow. Yeah, it's the, uh, Ag- it's the GN yeah. sound in Magna. And then Brent behind Mag- it, too. Like, Brent. no one yeah, bothered Brent to say it out loud. Brent Magna. 
Brent. It sounds like a fake Magnum. cop name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's yeah. Like Magnum like P.I. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Selena what's Gomez Andy's is the kid. On Parks and Rec? Oh, on Parks and Rec. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Um, Burt Macklin. Burt Macklin, yeah. Yeah. Which would have been better. That. Yeah, Burt Macklin would have been a better name. <laughs> uh, what if they were used that name? It would be so funny. Selena um, Gomez is the kid. John Voight is the voice. The voice. This the is the voice. voice. Da, 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 Rebecca, his wife is so Leanne. Leanne. Like John Voight is always this, right? Like, of course it's John mm-hmm. Voight. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, good for them. It must have easy for him. He just did voiceover for most of it. Yeah. I I kind of felt like it should have been like a... I don't know, like, they should have actually gotten, like, a European person to play this character. Yes. I was thinking that, like, uh, uh, Mads Mikkelsen or, like, a Christoph Waltz would have been really uh, fun in this. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, someone oh, who could, like, Waltz really ham remember. it up. You know? Were we like, yes. pre-Christoph Waltz? No, because Inglorious was 2009. Oh, okay. Was it 2009? It's, it's got to be earlier than... Yeah, think. before get- pre-Getaway, though, for sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I had a hard time believing that this older gentleman would know how to use all this technology. <laughs> I don't know if that's ageist of me, but he was doing, he was up to some shit with all these systems he had in place. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's turning off street lights and all this stuff. Yeah, and he was like tracking all the cops and he was tracking Ethan Hawke and Selena Gomez and none of it made sense. He was controlling the cameras in the power station and he was controlling all the cameras that he had installed in the car. Although he did seem to have some younger people that were working for him. I guess that's true. Who probably and he, he had like the it. briefcase guy. That seemed like it was it. Mm-hmm. Well, was no, he, but I mean he was like lo- also like laundering money or something digitally. Yeah, I didn't really understand that. I gotta be honest. I'm sure that this is based in some kind of thing that exists in the world, but I did not understand the crime. Yeah, it was a little confusing. But so yeah, so there's the scene where Selena Gomez is like, "Oh, it's uh, it's an investment bank. Like, there's nothing. There's no cash to steal." Uh-huh. Which also made me think of from Dark Knight Rises, where Bane is like. Where the Bane is, he's doing something similar to a, a investment bank, mm-hmm. and then the guy's like, "Ah, oh, there's nothing to steal here," and he's like, "Then why are you here?" <laughs> like, oh damn, commentary. <laughs> they just took all of the little bits from other movies that they thought were interesting and yeah. then, like threw them on a wall and used a dart. <laughs> Although I guess Dark Knight Rises is after. After. So clearly Christopher Nolan, very inspired by Getaway. Yeah, it's his favorite um, movie. It's his favorite movie. <laughs> I was in once in an elevator with Jonathan Nolan, and he told me that Christopher Nolan's favorite <laughs> movie was Getaway, starring Ethan Hawke and Selena Gomez. <laughs> He's like, before you get out of this elevator, I need you to know <laughs> my brother's favorite movie. <laughs> I've never told anyone this, and it haunts me. <laughs> Why? It makes no sense. Oh, that is so funny. You know, uh, in the restaurant where I worked, uh, he would come in very often, and he did tell me about his brother's favorite movie, Me and Getaway, as well. <sighs> yeah. I think he told you first. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It was a really, um, like, pivotal point in his life when he told me that. And then he felt like he could open up to you about it as well. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and thank God. Now I can write all these other amazing movies because, you know, our 
Well, then he said it was our favorite, so I guess they both really like it. Oh, yeah. That's his mm. dark secret. It's not just Christopher's favorite movie. <laughs> it's the real Dark Knight. Oh, damn. It was Ethan Hawke all along. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So, Ethan Hawke gets, like, step-by-step instructions on where to drive and what to do. Um, first he picks up this car in a garage that it's the car that he ends up driving and it's like a, what is it? You said what it was. It's a, a Shelby, Shelby snake Mustang? or something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But the, so it's a Mustang, mm-hmm. right? Is that what we said? I think so. Cause I got the Mustang and the charger confused. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I think yeah, it's, it's a, a Mustang. Mustang. Yeah. Ford Mustang, right? I don't yeah. know. Shelby, but the Shelby makes it special. You're right. It's not just any Mustang because Selena okay, Gomez lets first, us know that. It says Shelby on the seat, so I was like, oh, her name is Shelby, right? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Her I name should be Shelby. The car Shelby. I was like, oh, so we're going to we're gonna name the car, but not her. But I can understand <laughs> it's like a type car. But yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but I just. No, no, no. I yeah, I, th- I think we should name her Shelby retroactively. Yeah, yeah. we'll call her Shelby. She could be Shelby. Yeah, and her car is also Shelby. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. why she likes the car, because it has the same name as her. Wow, mm. we're giving her more <laughs> yeah, depth backstory. than she had before. Yeah. I think she didn't that, really care about it being a gift from her dad. She just likes yeah, that it had She just name. likes that it's called Shelby, like her. Yeah. I think She's that like we should vain. write the show. We should write Getaway the show, where we could the develop show, her yeah. backstory more. And yeah. we could see her at school with her friends that she's oh. distant. What the, the other students she's distant from, because yeah. she's like this rich girl in a foreign country, and they're all like, "I yes. think maybe I'm just getting into Tokyo Drift now, where he's in a foreign country, and they all shun him." But um, we could do like a Midnight Sun situation where it's from her perspective. Oh yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, Claire, are you also- excited about Midnight Sun? Am I excited about it? Yeah, I haven't the seen the new Twilight those- book. I haven't seen what? It's the new Twilight book. Oh, oh my God! There's a new one. I had no idea. Yeah, it's it's coming out August fourth. I pre-ordered it already. <laughs> oh it's, my God! It's Twilight from Edward's perspective. Oh, what wow. we all needed—a man's <gasps> perspective. That's really exciting. Yeah, we do need that man's perspective. But you know, <laughs> actually, that might be better. It. It will be a hundred percent better because the first um, ten chapters or so were leaked like twelve years ago, and then she <laughs> said, "I'm," <laughs> she said, "I'm never gonna finish writing this book because you all did this to yourselves," and um, but here she is, twelve years later, the finishing the book. Happened, she's like, "Well, I have time. <laughs> you win." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. twelve-year oh, so uh, timeout. Yeah. It's, you know, she took inspiration from Richard Linklater. And, uh, I wonder so true, if Edward yeah. is like a, a more interesting narrator than Bella. Because I did start reading Twilight and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Because it was just so dull. Yeah, feel, my maybe? dad... My dad's a big fan of the movies, so he tried to read the books and he could not get through the first one. It was really funny. <laughs> Because she uses yeah. the word Adonis too many times, and he was like, I she, can't do this. I did. I oh, think yeah, I Adonis, that. that's... I am, yeah. That's a once-a-book yeah. situation. Right. I Unless only, a character yeah, is named only, Adonis. Yeah. I think she repeats words a lot, and I noticed that Chagrin only a is a chapters. big one. Yeah. 
yeah. Chagrin yeah. is like, get a thesaurus, girl. Yeah, just punch that into the thesaurus. <laughs> Much to my embarrassment. Um, like, it's so easy. Yeah. There are yeah, other and words. You, yeah, and you could use the simpler phrase many times and no one will notice. Exactly. Right? No one will notice. That's mm-hmm. the big word trap, you know? You use mm-hmm. you use the big words and you realize you're overusing them. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been using the word trappings lately. Who knows why? <laughs> it's not even that big In of a word. I just way? like it. Just like, you know, the trappings of fame. Of society. Yeah. It's yeah. oh. <laughs> like, are you... Not like, like trappings, like trappings? I'm like a hunter. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. The trappings in our backyard. We've caught the bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just trapping yeah. it. Well, I mean, the, a girl's got to eat, you know. Exactly. You got to live off that's the so land true. these days. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, oh, yeah. You guys are talking about the car, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Shelby. yeah. So our new yeah. our new name for Selena Gomez is Shelby, and her car and her is, car is Shelby. named Shelby. What's the car from? Sorry, not to immediately derail <laughs> this conversation. What's the car? Herbie. Herbie fully loaded. Yeah. With okay. Lindsay Lohan. All right, moving on. Herbie was the car before that too. <laughs> but though, Herbie, but like fine. Herbie, had like emotions and stuff, right? Yeah. Herbie could do its own thing. Yeah, he spit out little messages in the glove compartment or something. I don't know. Oh. Or like Chitty Chitty Bang oh. Bang. Do you guys ever read that? <gasps> no. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It's the good. flying car. You gotta name a car. You haven't seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? I have not. It's a movie? Oh my god. Weirdly enough, I've me. just read the book. What? Which is written by Ian Fleming. Oh, you guys. Creator of James okay. Bond. So, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is Is it available wonderful. for streaming? I think it is. It's a musical. It's pretty long, but it's starring Dick Van Dyke. It's kind of got a... I mean, I think it's because I used to watch it along with Mary Poppins a lot, but like it has a similar feel to that to me oh it's great i shouldn't even but you know it's from the 60s it's wonderful it's really good uh it's got some scary parts too so (laughs) spoiler (laughs) warning (laughs) cool well we'll add it to the watch list for sure well you know chitty chitty bang bang more like shelby shelby bang bang that's right that's what this movie is shelby shelby bang bang Bang, and she's trying to bang she's trying to bang bang with that gun of hers Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She okay. pulls okay. again on Ethan Hawke. First We thing. absolutely need to talk about this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. God, I lost my mind when this happened. She. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but does she not pull the gun and then he like manages to wrest it from her and then she admits that it was unloaded, right? Does that not uh, happen? Did she say it was unloaded? I think she said that. Think, Am I crazy? I don't think it was. I don't think no, so because they, they used the use... gun later. That's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I thought. But he but definitely takes her hand and like twists it behind her head and then mm-hmm. just somehow disarms her in that way while driving or while in the car it's because he's such a talented driver because i could have sworn she said oh the gun was unloaded anyway and then he uses it later which would be bad she yeah, may I don't have remember. but i don't remember yeah. hearing that i can oh. neither confirm nor deny let check. me see if it's on the imdb goofs because there are so many goofs on the <laughs> imdb page for this movie <laughs> it's so funny because it seems so simple how could there be so many goofs yeah they yeah. really did make this movie in like two days yeah so well about this scene not about the gun but uh when the kid gets into the car and while they're arguing the door is open neither of them close the door and nothing happens that would close it but when the car backs up the door is closed Maybe it's that huh. trick of like, you know, if your doors are open and then you back up fast enough, they automatically. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So. During one of the earlier stunt. car chases, the 
Shelby has six to eight bullet holes in its driver's side, yet no bullets have been fired yet. Hmm. Wow. Damages to the Shelby change often, sometimes disappearing before reappearing differently. There's some continuity errors here. Oh, wow. While the movie takes place in Bulgaria, 911 is referenced, even though that is the U.S. emergency number. (laughs) 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 That's fair. That is funny. Uh, hmm. No references here? No, I'm not seeing anything. Maybe I'm wrong. It's possible. But yeah, I would recommend that everyone go to the Goof page on IMDb for this movie because there's a lot going on there. Um, yeah. So oh, crazy. also, I did I did find out the movie was shot in Bulgaria, hmm. and it was shot entirely <gasps> oh, wow. at nighttime, and it was like like almost zero degrees the entire time they shot the movie. Wow. Burr. That's cold. Chilly. Yikes. Crazy. Yeah. Because so much of the, like the in the car scenes, you wouldn't need to be on location for that. No, Ethan so Hawke did do Ethan some of Hawk his own went? stunt driving, though. That's cool. Oh, of course he did. Yeah, of course he did. Makes sense. Of course he did. But like, if I were in a movie like this, I would definitely want to give something a try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever they would let me do, I would want to do for sure. There were so many stunts in this. I just kept thinking about how expensive it must be. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And then I looked it up, and it was like, like very mid budget. It was like mm. fifteen or something. Like, like it was not. It was not like exorbitantly expensive at all. I, which I sur- sort of surprised not. me. They must have shortcuts to what looks like them destroying cars, but they're really just like fiberglass shells or something. Hmm. Oh. So like I don't know, are stunt drivers expensive? That's, all of it seems so expensive. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe, it says budget I mean, eighteen. Eighteen million. Just kind of not so, so that. It's not much. that high. Yeah, yeah. considering like Ethan Hawke salary, Selena yeah. salary, yeah, Selena Gomez that's a good salary, 15. editors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like the biggest chunk. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Editors, stunt drivers. Um, I mean, they didn't have to pay anybody to, uh, what's it called, uh, when you, like, fact check the script and, like, keep your eye on <laughs> it. Yeah, like a script supervisor. Yeah. Yeah, that one. There was no script no, supervisor. No, absolutely clearly. not. Um, but maybe, I mean, maybe filming is just that much cheaper in Bulgaria, honestly. Like, maybe production, like, hiring production people and all maybe. the stuff that goes along maybe. with shooting a movie is just that much cheaper in Bulgaria. Yeah, probably. Clearly, we just need to make some it more movies be. in Bulgaria. Yeah. We need to stimulate their economy by only shooting movies there. Yeah. Yeah, we should stimulate their economy. Forget our economy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I had I had a couple nominees for most Ethan Hawk line in this movie, if we can do that now. Um I liked there's there's one part where Selena Gomez says, What do you want? and he says, I want you to stop talking. I like that. Mm. It's very Ethan, felt like him. Um, and then another one was straightforward. Do you think you can track him with that thing? Because he's an old, he's a dad. Mm. He's such a dad. He doesn't yeah. know how to use the iPads. My no. line was when he says, "I'm not a killer." Mm, classic, uh, Ethan. He's, he's a bad guy, but he's still a good guy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 
I feel like I can't even remember any lines from this movie. <laughs> That's completely understandable. Yeah. Although I do remember the part when she's in the um the uh, the like power plant and he's in the car waiting for her and he's like, I don't know, should I should I turn around? Maybe I turn around. No, should I get out? Should I stop? It seemed so improvised, but I loved it. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Like there are a couple little moments that do feel like Ethan Hawke maybe just came up with them. Like that, like that. Yeah. Or there's another line where he says, um, and I, this one maybe just this might be my most Ethan Hawke line because it feels like something he would say in a before movie. Mm-hmm. He said. You're an extremely stubborn person. You realize that, right? Like, it sounds like something he would say to Celine in the before movies. Yeah. So. Yeah. You realize extremely stubborn. Yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. What a movie. What a time. What a time. What a movie. So, yeah, they basically drive around. They run into a bunch of things. They, like, cause accidents, collisions yeah. of police cars. And they're told to do all these yes, things, Yes, they're basically. instructed by John Voight to do all these things. We should step maybe explain why, what Selena Gomez is, sure. is there for. So, he's, in the beginning, Ethan Hawke is told to steal a car. He, like, beats up a man takes the car from this man mm-hmm. and then later on he's like he's got one of his rare moments of just chilling and doing nothing and selena gomez hops in the car points the gun that may or may not be loaded at him and says you know get out or whatever and he's like uh, not tonight um <laughs> and she held me up any other night yeah hey i'm driving uh and she we find out that basically it's her car Mm-hmm. So somehow it ended up in the hands of this other guy. Well, no. Yeah. So the reason that she and she's not just any teenage girl with no. a car. Her dad. No, she's like owns the bank or mm-hmm. runs the, the bank. He's the CEO of the largest investment bank in Bulgaria or something. Yes. And Ethan Hawke's yeah. like, you think it's just she's- a coincidence that we're brought together? And then she's like, oh shit! And she tries to get out. But then she doesn't. Well, and the voice guy's like, kill her. And Ethan's like, Hawk's like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. And then he's like, kill her. And he's like, I'm not a murderer. And then the voice is like, okay. <laughs> so what? Yeah. This is the one time the voice, voice gives up. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You got morals. Yeah. Respect that. He's like, mm-hmm. All right. Well, you refused. So, okay. Uh, but I feel like all of the heavy lifting is done by Selena Gomez in this movie. Like without her, yeah. we wouldn't have gotten anywhere really yeah because he doesn't know anything about technology yeah and she's the one that comes up yeah she comes up with the plan because so she does that thing Claire, that you had mentioned earlier with the looping the video and she also uh, realizes that um the other video stream that he's getting is from that she can see on her ipad because she's hacked him or something is coming from a parking lot and that this parking lot is probably the one that's right by the bank and so or that's connected to the bank and so they know that they can go in there to steal the drive so that they have leverage to steal the drive with all of the money information the secret money information how do they learn about that i don't know yeah it's just information that selena gomez had like she just knew like how the bank operated and she's like but the power's down, so they're going to be moving it. So that and she knew that she could intercept it by going and to I this location. She, yeah, and she also realized that that they were actually uh, like a decoy. Yes. 
and then uh, and but then I okay you so her iPad thing doesn't make sense to me because she's on the iPad watching the live stream and just talking about this whole plot but obviously the kidnappers listen yeah. to everything yeah. she yeah. said I was, but she's acting that, I was, thinking about that I was too. wondering about when she does the looped video like what is she doing about the audio <laughs> you know yeah maybe she's just like shh don't yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely some holes in this movie. And also, like, it wouldn't if if he if he really wanted Ethan Hawke to just kill her, then why bother getting her car? Like, having her be involved is kind of right. important to his plot because yes. he wants to sort she of have to frame alive. her in a way, be like, oh, she's like upset by her dad. And wants to, like, steal this money because she's been cut off or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if he actually listened to him and killed her, then the whole plot would have not made any sense. Yeah. So, yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um. Yeah, but so then they are able to intercept those drives. The yeah. one drive, whatever. It looks like a lot, but apparently but they're only won? on one yeah. drive. I don't understand. Um, and then they make a trade, the drive for Ethan Hawke's wife. But when they do that, um, Selena Gomez, again, a genius, she <laughs> links the camera to like the cops, the police system, the Bulgarian police, so that they can see what's going yeah, on. Yeah. Wow, you can get away with so much just by being like, I know about computers, okay? <laughs> yeah, or also just being like, it's Bulgaria, you know? Yeah, we just call nine one one. Hello, street repairs. Yeah, but then Ethan Hawke has to go after Selena Gomez because they take her. Yes. And his wife's like, "Go, go!" And uh, then Ethan Hawke drives real quick, and he figures out where she is. Oh, because she has, she still has a video camera that she's streaming to her iPad, and she's like, oh, "Please look at this," you know. And then he follows her based on that and then ends up finding her and saving her. Yeah. Because they've bonded now. So he now has feels obligated to save mm -hmm. her. And there's that one like the one moment where I was like actually like oh shit like is, is something about to happen where she gets pushed out of the car by the bad guy. And then Ethan Hawke is because he's been tailing the the tailing him really close and they drop her out of the car and you think he's like gonna drive over her basically right yeah that was and he like flips the car which also happens in uh <laughs> i was like i have an encyclopedic knowledge of, of action, action movies. movies but it happens in casino royale something oh. like that happens in casino royale where with vesper Maybe it was so with vesper cheap yeah because they just like copied and pasted clips from other movies yeah. so it's all yeah just which that one definitely came out that was like that was 2006, 2006. Yeah, yeah that was before vesper is like i'm the street he's driving at night and then he like sees her and then and then flips over mm -hmm. which is exactly what happens here bonkers yeah the, the one that so infuriates me the most though is the the camera looping thing because mm -hmm. that's like a plot point like copying action yeah, tropes is not tropes. as egregious you know but like copying a plot point like <laughs> verbatim is like kind of not cool 
She could have at least been like, I saw this in a movie once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, then okay, it, then it would be sense. homage. As long yeah. as you credit, it's homage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's like, I'm a computer whiz, and I came up with this idea all on yeah. my own. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then uh, the movie ends, and it's daytime, and in a way, this is also before sunrise, <laughs> just like every other movie Ethan Hawke does. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Like Assault on Precinct 13, the end of this movie had a really similar feel to the end of Assault on Precinct 13 because it's like they went through a really rough night of like action and uh, the cops are all around them and someone probably put a blanket on someone and they're like walking away <laughs> from the scene of the crime, you know, yeah. like it had that kind of feeling to it, which was very similar to Assault on Precinct 13. And they don't catch uh, John Voight. Yes. That's the big thing. So it's, John Voight gets away no. with it. And that's similar. He was in America. So you think that you think that they catch because he sees the guy and you think that maybe that's him. But Selena Gomez, again, being very smart, <laughs> sees the earpiece. Yeah. And is like, oh, someone's like feeding him orders. This is not the guy. Yes. And she figures it out. Ethan Hawke does not. And then they arrest the guy or whatever, but it's it doesn't end up you see john Voigt mm-hmm. like he gets up he's he's like in a club. hotel lobby where there's a christmas party happening yeah and and there's like also one of my favorite things is you see his like laptop he's doing advanced computer shit on it and next to it is like tic-tac-toe which is like so i feel like it's supposed <laughs> to be like a visual like metaphor for like how smart he is but it's tic-tac-toe yeah <laughs> it's like it just doesn't like, if it's, like, chess, you're, like, oh, he's smart. He plays chess. But you're, like, tic-tac-toe. This is, like, a kid's game. <laughs> um, and then he, like, grabs his computer and just, like, walks out of there. Like, getaway to coming to a theater never. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because that's clearly what they were setting up for. They wanted getaway yeah, to. Yeah, and that, like, manservant guy puts his uh, laptop in, in the case. Also really fake-looking high-tech case. Yeah, he, he like seals it up with like a digital finger code and it's like what come yeah on. he's got three really? identical mm-hmm. macbooks on there for his uh for his novel mm-hmm. right he's yeah he's got like yeah different for his novel he's writing a novel <laughs> yeah. on one he's controlling banks on another and he's you know playing animal crossing yeah exactly at night he goes to this weird club place and and hacks you know computers and the day he goes to starbucks and writes his novel that's why he has three different yeah. laptops mm-hmm. and i guess is that supposed to be like how he's just supposed to show how casual he is about it is that he's in public doing this at like maybe a or, or maybe or maybe thing? the laptops are showing that he's like he's doing this in different places all over the world so he has other ethan hawks and selena gomez oh. like he's manipulating across yeah. the globe yeah it's true. So all night he's been like changing headsets and like yeah. different. And he he does a he's different voice each time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he has a different accent. Hello. Yeah, so okay, time to rub voice. the banks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, what a film! <laughs> Indeed, uh, it has a two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Two <laughs> <Yeah>. percent. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I feel like that movie we were watching at that that uh, Salvadoran restaurant had a higher rating. Did oh, you remember yeah. that? The yeah, cold light of day cold, with, yeah. with uh has a similar vibe to this. It does have a similar vibe. I, I wonder if that one has a higher rating. It was like it was called oh uh, yeah, in the cold light of day, which is like supposed to be a memorable name, but it's also really forgettable. Mm-hmm. Twenty twelve, okay much just before this. Does two percent mean it's like that has a higher wait, rating? Oh, wow. But for like so on Ro- 
does that on Rotten Tomatoes? I think they only do like a good or a bad rate. Like they only take yeah. good or bad. They don't oh, do like okay. an a- an aggregate of like an average of out of yeah. five or anything. They do good or bad. So it means that two out of a hundred people or whatever said it was good. It's not that. No, it's bad. not that yeah. bad, but it's not good. That's the, the that's thing. the thing with Rotten Tomatoes scores. It's like. That's why they're so extreme. You you'll you'll like you'll like regularly see movies that are like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and you check their Metacritic score, and it's like 85 or something. Or like yeah. this movie probably yeah, has like a 35 on Metacritic, or like a 40 or whatever. Yeah. Because of Rotten Tomato, like I've talked about this before, but like Rotten Tomatoes is kind of held as like the gold standard for like mm-hmm, for mo- reviews, movie reviews. Yeah. But like it's kind of a bad system because it's literally just up or down. Mm-hmm. Which is like not yeah. how people review movies. Like yeah. if you give a movie a three out of five, you say it was just okay, then it's just gonna be like, all right, I guess we're going down on this one, you know? Yeah, yeah. Cause like this one, like it wasn't like it was. I was it was watchable. I was interested. I wasn't you know trying to turn it off or anything. But two. Yeah, two. Yeah, two is yeah, a little extreme. a little rough. It was it was. Not good, but two is a little rough. Two sounds yeah. like I want to like. I would rather like scrape my yeah, eyeballs exactly. out yeah. and watch it's this. It's not movie. that bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the th- the thing that like really should have worked for this movie would be like the action scenes. Like it's clearly this is like this movie was supposed to be a vehicle for action scenes, but the action scenes were so repetitive. Yeah. Like even the action scenes you know, were like boring yeah. because you, we we had like at least three times where we had the whole thing where the car is like sandwiched between the two other cars. Right. Well, I mean, I thought what did work about that though, is that it's like he was a race car driver and that's like a, an image that you would see in like a race thing situation. Right. I don't yeah, know what but you like, call races, races, but races. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like they, they could have like varied up the yeah. like action. Like he backs through an alley. He mm-hmm. like the, the things that he does in the car are so, like, so repetitive that it just gets we never even saw like selena gomez drive right. that would have been yeah, her car be fun. Yeah. she should be able to drive it yeah Ugh. yeah yes we're we're, no, we're, we're just riding this we're just riding yeah this. the show we're gonna do getaway, getaway the, the show, show. who are we casting yeah, ethan hawk's not doing he's the show. not doing it no selena gomez is not doing the show no, selena she's, Go- doing she's too famous now yeah she's like skyrocketed she's doing the music we gotta do yeah we got to find some young people, yeah. so a new young girl mm-hmm. person. Yeah, who's who's to 2020's equivalent of Selena Gomez? I mean, I I would love to have Zendaya in it, but I feel like one she's aging out now. Mm. She's she's Oh, no. She's too And she's cool. too cool now. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's got yeah, she euphoria. Just euphoria. Yeah, she's she's fine. Um man, but she would be so good in it though. Like she would be yeah. like oh, really yeah. good at bringing fun. the sass. She would she would do like the thing She's in Euphoria. She's like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Yes, totally. Because I could see the you know how in Euphoria she's like always wearing a hoodie. Uh huh. I feel like she could wear the exact same like totally red the hoodie same that outfit she wears like those that. like bike shorts. Oh yeah, she could just yeah, yeah. she could just <laughs> head over from Euphoria and <laughs> she could be the same character. The getaway yeah. show. Yeah, and who would be twenty twenty's Ethan Hawke? That's though? that. Yeah, that's, that's the question. Ooh. And John Voight just returns Ooh. as John Voight. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he's got that he's much else going on right now. I still want like a Jared Who? Harris or like someone like that to be him instead. Mm-hmm. You know, Jared Harris from Chernobyl and every British thing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't. I can't even think of any actors that are. There's no one like yeah, Ethan Hawke. You know, like that's why this show, this podcast. I love doing this podcast so much because there's truly no one <laughs> like him. 
I feel like maybe we have to... I was trying to think, because it's not... He's not even, like, a dad. Yeah. Like, he seems eternally, like, a young dude, even though he's, like, 50. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Not, not yet. yet. Yeah. We celebrate in November. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, like, maybe, like, a Chris Evans, because he's doing TV now. We he's could doing... Do, like, you know, we, we oh. could do, like, you know, it's, like, a different... Someone of a different ethnicity, you know? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could yeah. do that. We could do that. Who would that be? Who are who are you imagining? Uh, what about um, <laughs> uh, 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 Mark Consuelos <laughs> from, oh, from Riverdale? From Riverdale, yeah. Kelly, Kelly Ripa's husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about what's his face from Get Out? Oh, Get Daniel Kaluuya. I feel like yeah. he's, he's kind of too young, young still. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's also like probably working on much more important. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Not that. No, this, this show, show is going to be the important. most important show of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna say a lot of things about society i'm not sure what but it will are we is it still gonna be in sofia bulgaria no it's not gonna be in bulgaria oh, okay where's it gonna be it'll move around the yeah. world like oh yeah different settings yeah that's mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. wow i like that we get different tax breaks depending <laughs> on yeah yeah um cool well i'm really looking forward to working on this show with you guys <laughs> Me too. Um, oh, yeah. I did want to share um, this interview with Ethan Hawke from Entertainment Weekly um, where they basically asked him, like, why did you do this movie? That's basically, like, every <laughs> review. It's so funny. I was. What were you thinking? Yeah. It's like every review of this movie basically starts off. I don't know why Ethan Hawke did this, but this happened, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's It was so funny to read reviews for this movie. But um, this interview I liked. So he said. This is Ethan Hawke. He said, when I was a kid, I did White Fang. The people who liked White Fang were like 12 at the time. Well, they all grow up. They all grow up and they grow up with you. And I have a feeling that you do a movie like Getaway. And kind of the hope is that you make a fun movie for young people. And I'll kind of be like the Lee Marvin. I'm the old guy now. Who's the old guy with Selena Gomez? It's like, oh, he's all right. But there's a whole group of people who don't really care about Before Midnight or they don't really know. They don't know what Reality Bites meant in 1994. You know, if I want to keep working and having something relevant to say, you got to get your hands dirty. It's really hard. You talk about balancing a career. It's the most difficult thing that they can't teach you in acting school. The way that he talks about this movie is like you gotta do it sometimes you just gotta do it could you imagine like you know you're doing a press junket for a movie and someone asks you like so what drew you to this movie and your answer is guys it's really hard sometimes (laughs) oh no it's unfortunate um sometimes you just need a paycheck yeah (laughs) Yeah. um the other thing hold on there's also an interview in huffington post with him trying to find the quote about getaway so yeah, grab some water real quick yeah um he's so the interviewer asked i must admit it was hard to come up with questions for your new movie getaway you are in the car for most of this movie and he says <laughs> there's nothing what? to say about it what's appealing about the movie if something is appealing about the movie is its utter simplicity it's it's <laughs> so straightforward it is what it is it's designed to be a popcorn movie yeah. yeah. Uh I mean, even from the get go you can tell because of the like it opens up on that gray footage with like the mm-hmm. wife and like echoes and memories and things. It's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. 
it very much just leans into what it wants to be. Yeah. Um, he also said, oh, so they ask, um, do you have any empathy for David Hasselhoff acting while driving a car? Uh, laughs in brackets. I'd kill myself. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of tape. I was doing tape in a car with people shooting at me. Then mm. uh, they ask, this movie could probably not be made if the car had been had an automatic transmission. He laughs again. You gotta have that gzz. Come on. That's why I had to have the cool hand tattoos so that the shots would be a little more mmph. <laughs> yeah. I, I love wow. listening to him talk about things. He's so funny. Um, yeah, and then he talks, he says a bunch of, like, old person things, like, Reality Bites doesn't get made today, Gattaca doesn't get made today, uh, you know, all that good, that good Ethan Hawke stuff. I mean, he's two movies out from, uh, before... Before Midnight. Yeah, like, movies are still being made like that. Yeah. Although, I guess at that point, like, that movie, it's not a new... Maybe before sunrise couldn't have been made when yes, I think was. that's kind Maybe of his point. Maybe that's before yeah. midnight or whatever. Um, but yeah, so yeah, IndieWire and New York Times both had reviews that were basically boiled down to like, um, you know, all <laughs> IndieWire said. This is Drew Taylor from IndieWire. He said, "All good things must come to an end." And Ethan Hawke's glorious summer of 2013, in which he starred in the most universally beloved indie darling of the year, Before Midnight alongside a bonafide horror movie hit, The Purge, has now come to an inglorious finale with his starring role in this ridiculously stupid car chase movie, Getaway. <laughs> as artless as before Midnight was arty and plodding as The Purge was thrilling, Getaway is like slamming your foot on the gas while the car is still in park. There's a whole lot of wheel spinning, but it never really goes anywhere. <laughs> wow. That's good. Yeah. That's good wow. writing. That's good writing, yeah. I mean... We should all be so lucky, though, to have that kind to of get career the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's incredible. He's a very diverse career. Yeah, it just in twenty thirteen. Just in twenty thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like it doesn't hurt him no. at all to do a, a stinker here and there. Who yeah. Cares? yeah. Like he said, sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. My favorite sometimes. review of this movie uh, comes from my mom. Uh, we were like. <laughs> I don't know, ten movies in or something. This, yeah, this was like was really early when pretty we were doing early the into uh into this podcast. And my mom tells me like she's like, Oh, I saw your guy on, on TV the other day <laughs> and he it was she's like, It's this movie getaway and she's like and I I'm sorry, I just had to turn it off. It was so bad. And she said it in like the she said it in like the most like delicate way, like it would hurt my feelings <laughs> that she thought it was bad. And I was like, Wow, look it's your guy. I look forward to I look forward to talking about it. I'm not really um but I love yeah, it was your just, impression of your mom. It doesn't sound like her at all. Uh, yeah, it's I know. It's very funny. Yeah. Um uh but yeah, I don't know, it was just yeah, it was just funny that she was like so um she thought it, I would be like upset by mm-hmm. by her not liking it. Yeah, it's okay. We understand. We've seen the movie now. <laughs> We've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. So I've looked forward to this for like kind of a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jonathan, do you have something you'd like to share with us? Sure. Yeah. It's time for a hawk fact. Claire, would you like to do a hawk noise? Kaka! I didn't look up what hawks sound like. That's kind of what they sound like. <laughs> I meant to look it up because I wanted to nail it. <laughs> yeah, you had your second chance. <laughs> oh, dang. Um, okay, so 
getaway oh boy (laughs) (laughs) can't wait it was made on an 18 million budget it made 11 million dollars uh you could say it bombed Mm -hmm. or it took a dive oh or it dive bombed okay okay so i was looking at like hawks dive bombing we've talked a little bit about like the speed of hawks but go into it a little bit more um the according to uh animals.mom.me uh their dive speed is 120 miles an hour um which is not as fast as the peregrine falcon most information about how fast hawks can dive will lead you to uh facts about peregrine falcons because they're the fastest Mm -hmm. animals alive um and so everyone's so interested in like how fast they go but not enough love for like you know the second or third fastest yeah yeah so a little a little upsetting but that's okay um so yeah about it says at least uh 120 miles an hour it's called stooping that's what that's what it's called when they when they dive so if you want to be technical you can call it stooping um and according to uh i think this is from national geographic uh the way that they like kill prey is kind of like intense i didn't actually realize this but they they use their um uh, where did you go they use their their talons to constrict the prey cutting off its air supply much like a python uses its coils which is kind of intense so they so they you think like you know you think they might use their beaks, but they actually use their talons. That's the, the sort of lead oh. uh, thing. Falcons use a notched ridge on their upper beak to sever the spine. So falcons use their uh, beaks, I think, and then hawks use their um, talons. They use their talons to cut off the air supply, not unlike the way that they used traffic at pile-ups to cut off the other ways out of the city that's the connection right there it was in front of me all along all along so there's your hawk fact really related thank you so much with a nice alley-oop from harper (laughs) uh yeah that was a great fact um i just i did have one more thing i wanted to say about this movie that was actually a positive i did have one good thing to say about it okay i liked the shots when it was like the footage from inside the car when they switched to like that kind of like gopro looking yes like cash cab (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) i liked the look of that and i almost thought it would be more interesting if the entire movie was just that footage was like Mm -hmm. we didn't get to like yeah, searching. Like, yes, exactly. Yeah, that was a good movie. So yeah, I was just thinking about that. I liked those shots. If it were more found footagey, mm-hmm. or like we're seeing it from the perspective of the kidnapper yeah. guy. That'd be yeah, like fun. on his screen, like searching. Yeah. So nice. that would be fun. Except for then you don't get that like other stuff with the action the, scenes. Yeah, when Selena Gomez is like tricking him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like there's a way to make it more, more found footagey. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. A belated yeah. thought. Yes. Well, do you guys have any more thoughts about this movie or should we wrap this bad boy up? Yeah, I don't know. No, not really. Yeah. It <laughs> felt longer than 
Oh, it felt so long. Because we paused. It was like at ninety minutes, and we paused like fifty like, minutes yeah, in, and you were like, "Oh my god!" Back. And there was like still like thirty-seven minutes left, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh wow!" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of uh, redundancies. Totally. <laughs> you know, you win some, you lose some with the Ethan Hawke filmography. <laughs> <laughs> but they're always a delight to talk about. Yes, so. definitely. Well. Uh, I've been Harper. You can find me on the internet at Harping About on Letterboxd, uh, wherever, Instagram, Twitter, those kinds of places. And I have been enjoying Outside of Ethan Hawke. I watched, ooh, I watched a whole bunch of shows this week. I took a sick day the other day and I watched all of Never Have I Ever on Netflix. That was just a delight. Oh my gosh. I so good so and great. i also watched all of normal people on hulu uh it's a real horny irish show if that's your jam <laughs> um but i think my real recommendation is going to be the half of it which is a lovely little movie on netflix directed by alice Wu, who also directed saving face which is a great movie um but yeah it's just a nice movie about platonic uh platonic relationship between teenagers i think and i liked it Nice. So the half of it, go watch it on Netflix now. Cool. Yeah, Jonathan, where can the people find you, and what have you been enjoying? Okay, you can find me on Instagram and Letterboxd at John Zavaleta. Um, thing I've been enjoying, um, I just yesterday I was playing. I I didn't make this connection, but I was playing Grand Theft Auto for the first time in like a really long time. Yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Three for the PlayStation Two, <laughs> uh, the latest and greatest in console gaming um and it was fun and uh yeah just driving around causing mayhem like ethan hawk in this movie exactly yeah wow the original inspiration <laughs> mm-hmm. gta uh claire thank you so much for joining us it was oh thank you i'm for so glad me. that we could have you back on the show um yeah. where can the people find you do you have anything else to plug and what have you been enjoying outside of ethan hawk well, the people can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Clary Poppins. That's C-L-A-R-Y underscore P-O-P-P-I-N-S. Is Letterbox the, the movie? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I just got that too. Same Ooh, name. I'll but follow I don't, you. No one needs, you don't need to. It's but happening. <laughs> I'm very excited. I love to stop uh, people's Letterboxd. Uh, it's, I like keeping track of what I've seen, but I feel like I'm not quite sure how to do it organi- in an organized way yet. Um. Uh, oh, also, I co-host a, Dis- a Disney podcast called Inside the Disney Vault. We are at Inside the Disney Vault on Instagram. That's the best place to find us. And something I have been enjoying, that out of the blue, I started watching this new Amazon show called Upload. Oh, is that good? We There are five million it's, ads, uh, billboards for it yeah. in our area. <laughs> well, I hadn't seen anything. And then, like, one of those auto ads started playing on, like, my fire stick and I was like, oh, this looks good. And I started watching it. I finished it within like nice. a day. It's great. It's kind of got like a good place sort of mm-hmm. vibe. Oh, okay. um, but it's a little more sci-fi and a little more mysterious, I would say. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's yeah. It's basically, it's like a comedy where they can upload into the afterlife, right? And they continue to live. Yes. And it's cool because you get to see a lot of afterlife-y stuff. Like all the, like what makes Back to the Future 2 mm-hmm. so fun. You know, like all the futuristic devices it's nice really cool. fun Love it. 
Well, uh, thanks everyone for joining us for another episode of Hawkeyes. Uh, follow us everywhere. I never remember to do this. Follow us everywhere at Hawkeyes Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, technically Tumblr, but you know who updates that? Not me. Um, and yeah, and you can email us at hawkeyespod at gmail We always want to hear from you guys. True. Uh, yeah. Leave a voicemail. Leave a voicemail. Leave a voicemail. No, 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 no. <laughs> not going to do that. Um, yeah, you know, voice memos, though. We'll play it on the show, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. All right. Thanks, everyone. Love you. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>